Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Jason and Peely Project. This is a special, amazing day because we are actually taping with PodMax Global. Thank you so much to, to those amazing folks at PodMax Global. And I am so thrilled to be here in this virtual, just amazingness of 38 different amazing people that just are conglomerating, coming together and just giving and giving so much value to everybody. Thank you so very much to, for being here and being with us. I get to interview the amazing Katerina Stefanova and Dylan Marma. Thank you, Katerina. Thank you, Dylan. Welcome to the show. Hey, really, Dilly. it's great to be here. Fantastic. So, Katerina, and it's actually said Katerina, kind of. No, I think I did it wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to even go there. Was born and raised in Moscow, Russia, into a family of power engineers, knowing early that it won't become a, her career. After graduating college, she tried herself in the exciting world of advertising was successfully climbing the career ladder, ultimately becoming one of the youngest client service directors at one of the largest advertising agencies in the world. You know what? I'm going to let Katerina go in further into her bio, but before that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dylan. Dylan is the principal of Cirrus Capital, a multifamily real estate company. Dylan has five years of real estate experience participating in $50 million of real estate as a general partner or joint venture. And again, I'm going to let Dylan go more into his bio. So let's start off with you, Katerina. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to jump into Dylan. Yes, Philly, thank you very much. So exciting to be here with you today. You know, we've been following you and Jason for a while. So you guys are awesome. So I, I you. you know, I'm super happy that we get to talk to you today. <laughs> uh, and Obviously, um, you know, want to just uh, take a minute and just introduce myself. Formerly, yeah, immigrated, uh, moved myself from Moscow to New York. That's mm -hmm. where I'm currently residing. And uh, from Korea in advertising, where I used to work with large brands. That was, that was very creative and very passionate for me because um, to go and get to know brands on a personal level, uh, and find out what they're really about, how they got started, and all this, like this story behind it. That's what drove me to, uh, to I guess, somewhat career success, you could say. And uh, so I, I guess I brought this passion with me to real estate. Uh, it wasn't a straight line from uh, <laughs> advertising to real estate. <laughs> no, right? But that's, what it, that's the beauty of it. So you come and uh, you look at things, look at, see what's, what interests you most, what touches you most, and then you get yourself going with trying, making mistakes and growing. So currently um, I figured my way into mobile home park investing. So I'm a mobile home park investor and operator. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, parks are all over United States. And uh, I brought my passion from working with clients into my passion, working with residents, working with my partners in those uh, parks, into uh, working with our investors. And that's uh, where I find it being rewarding and just continue following uh, this path. 
This is an amazing path that you have had and your path led you to Dylan Marma. So Dylan, before we jump into how you and Katerina have collaborated on this amazing project, please tell me a little bit more about you. Absolutely, Peely. And it's, it's hard to match Katerina's level of, of passion, but I'm going I'm to do what I can here, bring the energy. Now, as, as, far as, as far as our story goes, we crossed paths several years ago and it's, it's Natural to plug PodMax again here because we're doing an event on podcasting. We're networking, expanding our network. And that's how Katerina and I had met initially was through various real estate investing events, right? She was growing her brand and growing in her space and doing JVs on the mobile home park side and really building a a community and building a, a, a big network when it comes to the mobile home park side. And I was doing something very similar in parallel on the multifamily side and doing a lot of large syndications, right? So I had worked on many syndications. I've worked with over 100 active investors and I have really experienced what it's like to one, have to manage so many people, right? I know, Peela, you've been in that position too when you're mm-hmm. raising capital and there's mm-hmm. all these moving pieces going on during that time period. It's, it's those, those 60 days when you're closing the deal are the most stressful time period in real estate, right? Because <laughs> you know the, you love it. Investor process. Yeah, love but you, every you have to love. You have to, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you're not going to make it, right? <laughs> but you, you, you really, I've seen what that time period is like, and I've also seen the benefits of having the right tools in place and the right technology in place to be able to make that process much easier and take a lot of the stress out of the whole process and being able to still maintain a little bit of that personal touch working with your investors because mm-hmm. you can scale using the right technology. Now. A year back, I was paying $15,000 a year for the technology that I was using to manage my investors and manage the capital raise and manage some of the ongoing asset management functions. And it still wasn't totally up to, up to par with what I was looking for. Katerina had started this project out of, out of passion to be able to share with her investors the performance on her ongoing deals, as well as mm-hmm. a way of being able to present new deals to investors that she came across. And probably six months back, she had reached out to me and shared what she had been working on with the development team. And I clearly saw a need in the marketplace for us to be able to put a simple, easy, easily accessible tool in the hands of all investors to be able to take that same sort of functionality of being able to work with investors, present new deals to investors and show them the ongoing track record and performance of your investments. And ultimately from there, we decided to partner on the tool and, and bring this out to the to the marketplace and we're, we're very excited about that and more than anything what's separating us in terms of what our end goal is and what our mission is is the mission is less about the tool in itself but more about the impact we can have on being able to teach people how to use the tool because just like anything else if you're it's it's the wand not the wizard right or if you're you know if you if you don't know how to use the tool then it doesn't really do much for you. But our, our emphasis is on how do we help people learn how to market for additional investors, learn how to be better asset managers, and learn how to close the deal. So hopefully we can share a few tips and, and tricks from our, our experience on the show today and, and help people grow in their business. So you had me at one, not the wizard, because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So I, I'm going to start talking about Harry Potter. Now. I, I was choosing from a few different analogies. So I guess I picked the right one. <laughs> you picked the exact right one. Uh, so let's talk about this, because obviously you guys are both seasoned investors. You know your investors. You've worked with so many over the years. You have so much background in real estate. And now you have joined forces to to deliver this amazing product. Please tell us the name of the product, what it's about, and how it will help 
those investors in need. So the product is Equity Tree. Uh, Equity Tree is the product, the platform, and it's an offering portal that investors can have. So instead of just having an opt-in to your email list on your website, you have a, a tangible portal that investors can go and create an account on to be able to log into their account, to view any new offerings or any new deals that you're raising capital for, whether it's a joint venture, whether it's a syndication, to be able to view those deals, to be able to make soft commitments, and then also to be able to make tangible investments. And then beyond that, once they've had the chance to invest with you in deals, you can manage the ongoing asset management by showing them, instead of just setting up PDF statements, you can show them the income and the expenses and the footnotes that go along with that. So they can stay very in tune. They have a place they can log into to get their K-1s, to get their updates on the statements, the pictures, and everything else you would need to be able to feel comfortable that you're in good hands especially when you're new, it's so important to have that kind of transparency and that kind of communication um, with your investors. And that's how you're going to build the brand advocates that we're trying to create. So Katarina, why is this product just so much better than any other products out there right now? Well, first of all, this is a way of thinking. This is not a tool that uh, larger operators could you know, could say, well, we're using such and such brand. And uh, this is the way of bringing transparency and pride of being a real estate entrepreneur into, uh, into the like forefront. Mm -hmm. So this is what it is for me. I take pride in building my business and operating to the, you know, I'm learning. Every day I'm learning. So for me, this is a pride of learning every day and delivering my very best. Uh, so as an operator, you want to make sure that your partners, your investors, they see it. And this is the way how you, uh, how you communicate this to them. What is, this is a way of telling them that you care that you care about those small things that you promised them at the very beginning of your relationship that you know, you remember you and they are front and center of every day, uh, your business operation. So this is what was important to me. So I started, you know, playing with a, of course, we all have spreadsheets, don't we love them, right? <laughs> G drives and the draw boxes, amazing tools. But I thought, okay, you know, we could take it a little further. You know, I love technology. I work with technology, you know, all the time. So I thought, okay, let me just put a little something together, something so simple that anyone could use. Um, and so it's very accessible. And other folks like me, who might not be um, fond, uh, you know, operators just yet, so they could use this right now and and um, and just provide the best value to their partners. Even if it's a JV, you could do it. And what it does, one of the features, it's my favorite thing um, for now. There are so many more, you know, we, we uh, implementing. But for example, when you're starting your uh, properties operation budget, like you have the budget for, let's say, you know, one year, two years, three years, right? So you set it up. This is kind of what, how you run your initial numbers on. So this is what you presented to your 
investors and you said so this is these are our kpis we're going to hit so as you operate quarter by quarter month by month there is a feature actually in this portal where you can track your performance month by month projected versus actual and see where you stand and it's 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 okay to you know be off sometimes it's you know you want to be slides, transparent, right? so, so you want to. You show want that. to be absolutely transparent. Yeah. We want to show this. We want to upfront, and and we want to. There is nothing wrong with that. You can leave a note there and explain what happened. You know, so it's it's very simple. Simple things like this, I think, you know, to me, they served well so far, and I know that uh, my partners, you know, took note of that. I want to pinpoint a couple of things that you said that just stood out to me, pride and transparency. I mean, for everyone that's listening out there, operators, people who want to get into the operation of large multifamily, into mobile home parks, any sort of real estate, mm -hmm. we have a fiduciary duty to our investors because they give us their hard earned money to invest in our deals that we have underwrote and we have put out there. So why not? jump into this amazing product that you both are delivering to all investors. I am so, I'm so excited to learn more about this product. So Dylan, what else do you have to um, add to this amazing, amazing product that Katerina has described for all of us? Well, I'd love to be able to share with the listeners a little, a few tips in terms of ways that they can get more out of their experience with investors to be able to grow their investor base and be able to better manage their assets, whether they work with the product or not, right? The product is the tool and it's the module that's there to help you balance everything in one place. And, you know, we do all kinds of ongoing training, but some of the really big messages that we're trying to get across here is number one, we break it down into five phases, right? You have your pre-deal. You, which is what happens before the deal comes up. Then you have your deal marketing, which is day one through 30 of having a deal. Oftentimes where you're not actually raising the money, but you're doing a lot of the deal marketing and getting a lot of the soft commitments along the way. And then from there, phase, uh, phase three is your actual deal funding. So the days 30 to 60, because most real estate, commercial real estate deals are a 60 day close. So days 30 to 60, you're actually raising the money. Phase four is your 90 day plan, your takeover. One of my most exciting parts of, of the whole process to me uh, is, is basically what you're doing to make an impact on the property and really deliver on the value add right out the gates. Mm -hmm. And then number five, phase five is the actual ongoing asset management that takes place, right? So we try to emphasize and really break it down into five different phases. And I think where a lot of investors struggle, well, there's, there's numerous areas, right? And I think that a lot of the emphasis right now is just on raising capital because people are uncertain about their ability to do it. People feel like it's a, it's a big, it's a big grill in the room that you're, you're scared of. Right. And you don't want to address, but the, the reality is that if you can handle a lot of the work that takes place before the deal actually arises is what's going to give you the confidence to be better at being able to place offers. And then when you're working on the capital raise, it's going to make your life much, much easier than trying to figure that all out as you go. So a lot of the pre-deal stuff is just being able to have, kind of an introductory conversation with investors, being able to have tools that present yourself with, with credibility, being able to build up an email list, right? Or some kind of a marketing funnel. Podcasts are great for that. You know, YouTube channels are great for that. There's a lot of ways you can build some kind of a marketing funnel to be able to really build genuine, true connections with investors. Then when you're actually raising the money, there's a really 
regimented process that I encourage everyone to follow of being able to send out a deal announcement email, being able to send out a prospectus. And I could spend hours going into all this, but we're actually going to give your listeners a tool that will break this all down step-by-step. We put it into a 15 page packet where they can actually get step-by-step. What do you do day one when you have the deal under contract? When do you send out your deal announcement email? When do you send out your, your prospectus or your 20 page investor memorandum? And then around day 30, usually you're going to hold some kind of a webinar where you're going to be able to present the actual highlights on the deal and answer investor Q&A. And then when you have your legal documents done, it's time to start collecting money. So I'm going through it quickly. Uh, we will give your, your listeners definitely a tool that they can dive into and we'll, we will be available if they want to reach out to, to have a call to learn more about it so they feel a little bit more comfortable in that process. But again, it's pre-deal marketing and then it's during the deal. What do you show your investors and being able to present the deal? But then most importantly, it's don't, don't, lose sight of it there. This is not a game of just a one-time sale and then you're on to the next deal, right? We really want to emphasize the fact that when you take over the property, that's when the real work begins, right? This is not a time to take a break. It's actually the time to go out there and be more hands-on than ever to go out there and start the momentum on the project. And it's the ongoing due diligence, it's the ongoing uh, reporting that takes place with your investors that builds the trust, right? I know one of my mentors early on, he had one investor that led to $16 million in equity because of all the referrals and coming back to him again. And that's what I call a brand advocate. And ultimately your goal should be not just to kind of turn and burn investors by just doing deals and then moving on to the next one, but by, by being a diligent project manager to be able to retain investors and be able to continue to nourish those relationships. And that's, that was the whole idea behind the equity tree. It's almost like your family tree. You're, you're nourishing the relationships and having it kind of branch out so you can have lots of investors through referrals. I love the analogy of the tree and it being an equity tree. So let me get this straight. Cause as, as I was hearing this, I thought it was for step five. It was everything that was coming after. But the thing is folks, for everyone that's listening, and this is for you beginning investors, people who have been in the game. I am so excited to jump into this program, hearing that, that Dylan and Katerina are going to give Give us a 15-page, basically, packet of how to how they structure deals from pre-deal to deal marketing to funding to a 90-day plan to the actual asset management of a property. That is huge. That is a look into how other high-level performers in this asset class perform on a daily basis. So when I get the information, you have to click on that, that clicker, that like blue line that says click here and you need to get this information because I am so excited to learn about everything that they're doing because, and let me get this straight. So let's, we have the time. Let's kind of dive deep because I believe, yes, the actual ongoing asset management, very important. Yes, the takeover, super important. The funding, can't get the deal without the funding. And then the deal marketing, you can't, you can't, get, you can't fund the deal without the deal marketing. But the pre-deal, that to me, that is where your bread and butter lies because you can't do any of it without that. Can you dive in a little bit and tell us how you help the average investor or the best investor in the world do their pre-deal work? Pre-deal is a lot of planting seeds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a lot of, of being able to just going out there and cru- I, like, I like to use the word crusading for your mission, right? And it's knowing what your mission is and being mission driven, right? Oftentimes our mission is being able to provide 
a great alternative to the stock market or to traditional investments. We live in a world where we feel like everyone and their mother is doing syndications and, and it's a very common thing. But the reality is that that's not the case because we're just in our bubble oftentimes, mm -hmm. right? But you have to remember that majority of Americans that you walk up to on the street do not know what a syndication is, right? And if you're able to educate them and show them that you believe in this more than you do, say, turnkey rental properties or other ways of investing into real estate and be able to show them with conviction why your asset class is, is making the most sense and, and what you're going to do as a sponsor, which I think I, you know, to have the conviction behind is easy because it is the absolute most passive form of real estate investing possible. There are tremendous tax benefits when you go into the largest uh, with larger commercial assets, right? And what, what better does it get when you have someone that's truly a professional doing the homework for you, right? We know how many hours go on beyond the scenes to learn this stuff and then find the right mm -hmm. deals along the way. So it's first starting with that conviction and the why and knowing what your mission is, because it's less about what you say, more about how you say it. So you got to have your why clear. Then it's going out there and setting your goals. And I like to think about this in terms of reverse engineering. So if you're targeting a project that is say $10 million, uh, say $7 million of the, the project comes from the bank or the lender, and, and then maybe 3 million comes from the actual investors. Now, I know everyone wants to bank on that one whale investor that can write the whole $3 million check. It doesn't happen, it's not Don't real. We all. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the, the, the first thing people think about is who's the one person that can fund the whole thing. <laughs> Most of us are not finding that, right? Most of us have an average investment size of maybe $75,000, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people are doing 50,000 minimum. One of the biggest mistakes you can make if you're listening is going less than 50,000 minimum. It's going to be a lot of work. You're gonna be hurting cats and I. I've seen a lot of people make that mistake early on. So, so keep the 50,000 minimum as the minimum. Your average investment might be 75,000. And if you need 75,000 average investment to raise 3 million, that means you're gonna need about 40 investors, right? So you need 40 people to invest. That's, that's a lot of people, right? So if you've only talked to 40 people, do you think you're going to be able to fund your deal? Probably not, right? You, you might wanna talk to 10 times as many as that, right? And talk to 400 people to have the 40 people um, invest. So where to begin with that? It starts with having an introductory phone call. Um, and these phone calls are not selling, right? You're not, that's the biggest thing is take your sales hat off and really focus on building trust in that relationship because that's what's going to get people to work alongside you. You're looking for the long term. You're gonna be partnering on a deal for five to seven years, in some cases longer. So you really need to make sure you can live with these people and they can live with you. <laughs> uh, you set the right expectations up front. So you know, some things you wanna ask is, what's been your experience? What are your investing goals? Uh, what are you searching for with an ideal investment? Uh, what are you doing for work? Learning if they're married, learning about their family, um, learning, making sure everyone's on the same page and, and learning about any uh, additional questions. So you, you want to be able to learn about them first and then also have a, you know, a little bit about us. But the biggest thing is, and I'm someone, I can go into the weeds, right? I can keep going into the nitty gritty on the waterfalls and, and the IRR and how it all works, but just keep it simple, right? He can't. Billy, he can't. It takes effort, conscious effort to remember to pull back and say, oh, we're, we're helping our goal is to double your money in five to seven years, right? I want oh, Katarina oh, to jump in here because- Hearing that you can go into the weeds, I know you can just talk everything about real estate and your and your program. But I want to I want to hear a little bit from what Katerina has to say about the beginning. Like, how do you keep it simple for your average person on the street? Yeah. 
Well, that's that's the key, Theo, exactly. Keeping it simple, breaking it down, syndications, super intimidating, commercial real estate, super intimidating. It's for big guys, big girls, you know, have a decades of experience. You know, it looks scary when you're starting. Mm-hmm. I, I started, my first investment was turnkey SFR. In, in Tennessee <laughs> so this is this is a natural progression and the the reason one of the reasons and Dylan and I we were just talking yesterday uh, just chatting uh, about uh, why uh, mobile home parks I said well I'll tell you because mobile home parks look to me as a community of of uh, of people that is less intimidating and that was just uh, most of the park owners and operators they uh most of them have been building their businesses for decades generations so they are very patient humble folks who i felt like i'm gonna be uh i'm you know we're gonna definitely get along really well so i thought you know what I'm going to go right there and I'm going to meet those folks. You know, we're going to do business together. You know, if they want to sell me their park, I'm going to buy their park. They will uh, probably help me along the way uh, how to operate this. And this was the case. So that is why I love mobile home park investing. You know, this is why I met so many great uh, people who are in that space. So I thought, okay, uh, on one of our first deals, um, I have partners in, in the deals. So we were asked, how, uh, what is your experience? Uh, what do you know about real estate? How did your previous deals perform? So, and what I noticed, uh, this goes to Dylan's first stage pre-deal. One thing is you have, uh, you have marketed for the deal. You got a great deal. You believe in it and you know what you're going to do. You have a strategy in place. You know what, what you aiming for but another point is you have to prove yourself to uh, your investors if they don't know you you don't have a long-term relationship with them they will ask you please show me some evidence and what I found is although my partners had years of experience one of them had a decade of past commercial experience when we were asked, they said, well, you know, we did great. You know, we have, you know, we sold, you know, we made this millions of dollars. What do you want us to show? So that was one of the points I, I noticed that was, that was lacking. You know, we then started scrambling, pulling information together. And I was thinking um, that seemed to be as a, an, an issue to prove. Mm-hmm. How do you actually prove? that that thing happened. I understand you can uh, call my previous investors, you can call my previous partners, and you can just check references. However, I thought, how about this? We're gonna put together all your previous deals, we're gonna put them together in a tool, in a, in a portal, in a place where you can actually keep track of your old past performance. And when we asked, here you go, <laughs> we have it all yeah here is the link it it, we got so all simple. recorded we got it all recorded because what you know we operate deals all the time right so we have our P&Ls monthly we have our rentals monthly so we have this data why don't we keep it organized in one place 
and and when we asked here is our credibility uh, book here is uh, here are our archive deals you can uh, look through and you will see exactly how we performed there is no ambiguity just there and it comes back to what you said about pride and transparency and i love that because that i mean that's something that's close to my heart especially when it comes to working with inv investors you want to be mm -hmm. absolutely transparent and you want to communicate and it sounds like this program that you have put together does both communicate it shows yep. your pride in your work and it shows the transparency so let's go to number two deal marketing this is day one to 30. Dylan, jump in. Let us know a little bit about deal marketing. And I also want to hear from you, Katarina, because I know you have a huge marketing background. So mm -hmm. take it away. All right. So, so day one, congrats. You have the deal under contract. Now this is where the real roller coaster <laughs> ride begins. Uh, the first thing you want to do is get on the phone with your syndication attorney. If you're doing a syndication, if you're doing a JV, still get on the phone with your attorney. It's, it's getting on and structuring your deal, right? It's talking about the things we mentioned on what is your minimum investment? Uh, what is, what kind of structure is it? Is it going to be 506B or 506C or, you know, are you going to publicly advertise the deal? How are you going to market for the deal? Uh, who do you expect to invest? What's the max, right? So there, there's all these different things you want to really be prepared for um, and think about having a deal structuring call. Ideally, have those things prepped ahead of time, but, but you're still going to have to have that call and start getting your legal documents set up ASAP because those will take several weeks to get completed and, and be fully reviewed. Okay, now, now it's going into the deal announcement. And I'm not going to be talking on due diligence because that's its own realm, right? This is mostly just what makes it unique to the fundraising yes. side. The deal announcement email is day, say day three to five, right? It's, it's usually very, very early on after you close the deal, sending out an announcement letter to your, your investors. It's just high level, you know, rough kind of idea of what the return is expected to be, some big picture bullet points on the market, little bit of bullet points on the business plan itself. And then you're going to start collecting what we call soft commitments. Soft commitments are not binding to any investor. It's basically just them vouching to say, I would like to invest with this. I have the intent to invest with this, but of course I want to see the rest of the details and make sure it's a good fit for me. So you want to start to collect these and you know, we do this within the portal. Otherwise you can use Google, Google forms or try to track that some elsewhere, right. And, and start to tally up your, your soft commitment um, amount. So, then you send out the, around day 15, you send out what we can call the investor, I call the investor memorandum, also known as the pitch deck, right? This is basically your, your 15 to 20 page, really, really thorough packet, right? And the reason that we wait a few day, a few weeks for this is because I usually want to go through physical due diligence first, right? And actually get on the property and really nail in exactly what is our CapEx budget, right? Because in this, we're going to actually show you the exact business plan and the exact CapEx budget and our, and our finalized pro forma, because up until then, it's a very iterative process. So at this point, you're going to send them out and this should give them all the information that someone really needs to be able to make a more of a fully informed decision besides having the legal documents in hand. So you're going to send this out. And then also you're going to want to plug the fact that in another two weeks, usually around day 30 ish, You'll, you're going to be having a webinar where you're going to be covering more highlights on the deal. So you're going to give them the chance to put in more soft commitments. You're going to advertise for this webinar that you're going to be having and people can start to register for the webinar. We're going to cover the highlights. Again, the reason oh, for going to day 30. I'm going to interrupt. So this is all stuff you can do in this portal. Pretty much. Yes. The, the webinars Find are outside, but, but it's, <laughs> Okay, well, I appreciate sorry, sorry I interrupted. I yes. just had to like make sure this is amazing. Yeah. Go on. 
It's yeah, it's the it's the facilitator of it, right? So so the idea is that around day thirty, we um, we want to have the webinar, and the reason we wait to day you know twenty five to thirty ish is because by then our legal documents should be ready. I told you those take a few weeks to prepare, so we want to have our legal documents prepared before our final webinar. And then the day of our webinar, we'll jump on. Some people do 30 minutes. Some people do two hours. I, I don't know what the magic time is for your webinar, but you should jump on and cover some of the highlights of the deal itself, open up for some questions and answers. And, and then from there, let the investors know, inform them that the legal documents are ready and they can go and review. You know, If you're doing a syndication, you have the PPM, your private placement memorandum, you have your operating agreement, and then you have your subscription agreement. The subscription agreement is the one that agrees to the rest of the 80 pages of other documents you have. And, and then once you sign that one, then you're allowed to wire money. So that's why we have the first 30 days are just marketing because we're not actually collecting money until day 30. So I'll pass the mic to Katerina. And now we're at like, talk a little bit about marketing and then let's, let's dive into a little bit of the funding, the actual funding of the deal. Uh, so marketing, I can, I can talk about uh, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, marketing, I would, um, well, when I'm thinking about uh, marketing to um, investors, uh, partners, well, I would say uh, probably Dylan is uh, more familiar with the mechanics of it. I, I would just say that uh, if you are, um, if you're starting with that, I would always go to our current partners, investors first and um, have a conversation about this deal. And we do have, a, you know, we're just really, I guess, blessed with having partners who would stay with us deal after deal. And there is nothing better, nothing better. So, and I'm just being in, in a relationship and referral business. So if, if they were investing, well, they know people like themselves, ask for a referral. And this is how we were able to fund our second. And the third deal was, was, you know, we had the same people committed even before we found the third deal. So this is what you want. This is, this is the relationship. Look at it as, as farming, not hunting. Yes. This is how I, you know, grew to be the youngest customer service director in, in, in the advertising business. And this is a cutthroat business. I didn't have a much liking to, to, the, to the environment, but I just really enjoyed working with clients. This is how, you know, I, I took a small account of, um, you know, a tea brand and we grew it into multiple accounts within the same, um, uh, within the same, um, you know, um, umbrella. So you start with one, you perform, you deliver, uh, and, and then it grows. It, it does take time. That is why, you know, when you current investors might not be just ready yet, they'll have funds together to invest in the second one, third deal, ask for referrals. They are your best advocates. So mm -hmm. this is the whole concept uh, of, of us, uh, you know, putting together this uh, community, this platform, Equity Tree. This is all about fundamentals. This is all simple principles that all of us know we just want to make sure with the help of a technology that we we are um that we constantly reminded of them i so love this the, i love the organizational aspect of your program because i'm this i i have the same mindset as you katarina i am all about taking care of my investors taking care of my tenants and 
the thing is, I do need help with the organizational aspect of it. I have everything on Google Docs. I have everything situated in my, in my little boxes, in my little uh, folders, and everything's there. I have, I have my own system of, of ev- how I do everything, and I needed to take care of it that way. It had to happen that way. Mm-hmm. So on top, but you layer that on top of you have to have the ability to know and to take care of your investors. And it sounds like this program that you've put together is fantastic. Just the way everything is lined up and the way you have everything structured. Because for me, I need that structure. And a lot of investors out there do need that structure. So let's talk about your 90-day plan. Um, the funding into your 90-day plan, and then the actual ongoing of the asset management. Mm -hmm. So we'll start off with just the remaining 30 days left before you're closing, right? To finalize the funding. So you've done the marketing and kind of hit the nail on the head. If you have existing investors, your job's already done for you. It's going to make your life way easier. I always say there's no easier investor to get on board than a repeat investor as long as you treat them well, right? Um, But after, so after you hold that webinar, now your time starts to shift into actually making sure that you're seeing, okay, who signed the subscription agreements, right? And that's basically committing them. Now, now the next phase is you want to send them the, uh, the banking information for them to be able to wire the funds to your account. And that can get done virtually through the portal. You can do that over phone. You can call them and give them the banking information, whatever works best. But then you want to have them start to wire the funds and always stressing the urgency because it is a first come first serve basis. And sometimes investors, unless you educate them, they're not always aware on the timeline on these things and realizing that we actually need all the money in before we close. Uh, and it's going to be bad if we don't. Right. So, so you want to make sure they're stressing urgency to go wire the money ASAP after they sign their, their legal documents and you're, you're tracking all of that. Um, so after you host the webinar, I usually say the next day, setting out a webinar replay link, right? Making sure they can go back and review it. A lot of people can't make it because they live busy lives. Um, Then you want to be able to make sure you're calling all of the people that registered that attended. If you haven't heard from them yet, make sure to just give them a call, see what they thought. Then the next day, start to call the people that registered but didn't attend, right? And see if they had a chance to watch the replay yet. And then from there, if you, if you haven't funded the deal yet, it's calling the non-registered non-attendees, right? And, and basically getting on the phone and calling them. You're really busy during these times. I mean, I, I remember my phone going off you know, every 10 minutes uh, on some deals and, and it's for, for a few days, but you have to do it. You have to put in the time. You have to contact them because it's going to be really, you'd rather have a few busy days a day 30 to 40 than have be scrambling days 50 to 60 trying to get everyone in and because then you're then you're going to be desperate and that's just not where you want to be you want to make sure you're actively outreaching to everyone everyone's seen the webinar everyone has the information um and then you're following up again at some point sending out an email when you're when you're almost closed and then sending out an email when the fundraising is finally complete i encourage you to try to have the fundraising all the funds in the bank by day 50 uh doesn't always work out that way um, especially when you're first kind of getting it going, but definitely try to do it, um, it because it's going to make, you know, you know, that last week before closing is pretty hectic. So you, you even without fundraising, um, so, so make sure that you're, you're in good shape by day 50 ish. And then by day 60, uh, don't leave everyone in the dark when you close. That's a, it's a really important moment to, to, to share with everyone. So make sure you're celebrating that and, and, uh, sharing that with them when you close the deal, sending any other updates and, and then you're on your way into the 90 days. But as far as that goes, I think, you know, we can, 
we will send out the doc so that everyone has a 90 day plan in place because that, that can take me a long time to get, to get through the, the next steps there. Before I let you go, thank you so much for all the information that you've given me, my listeners and everybody out in the, on the Jason Peely project and on Podmex global. But before I let you go, can you give me a little bit more information about and how to find your 15 page packet and how to get in contact with the both of you? Mm-hmm. Well, we love your show. We love your audience. Big fans of what you're doing here. So again, thanks for everyone that's that's been joining us on on the network. Really love the message message that you're you're putting out there. Uh, for anyone that's listening, we want to be able to gift uh, number one. Yeah, the five step ultimate fundraising guide that we just went through and as fast as as much as we can cover in one in one call. And uh, definitely encourage you to dive into that. And also, we're happy to give a strategy session call too. So if you want to jump on a call and we'll actually walk through some of these details, so you feel more confident in your own fundraising. Uh, for both of these, you can visit it's equitytree.io backslash Jason Peely project. Thank you so much. And they can get a hold of you through this same link. Yep, we'll have all the social media there, all of our contacts. So you can be sure to reach out to us and we'll, we'll be available. Perfect. And you know, this is coming from one multifamily syndicator to another. I am excited to hear about your pro- your project. I'm excited to learn more about it. And I stress everybody that's out there, give these give Dylan and Katarina a call. This is an amazing product. I mean, they're not giving me, they, they didn't give any of us any new information by any means. It's the structure that we all use. But the thing is they have the product that will help you structure it. Think about all the time you save. If you use this product, instead of having all the folders all over the place in Google, if you use this product, you, ha- you can call more people, you can work on your properties, you can have your time back if you use Equity Tree. So again, before I let you go, do you have anything else to tell my listeners? Well, I would just say, Philly, one last thing. Thank you for having us. It was a blast. Enjoyed it. Um, what we want to make sure also to, well, my message personal to our listeners is we want to bring this enjoyment of the business back into your business because this is a big part of what you do day to day. Let take technology, take care of some minutia, let us enjoy, let us be face to face with our investors, with our partners and, and just, um, enjoy building business together. That's all. Thank you. I can't wait to build out a business with both of you. Thank you again so much, Dylan. Thank you, Katerina. It's been a pleasure. And for all my listeners out there, if you love what you heard and you are excited as I am to get started, please, please click on equity.io Jason Peely project and click subscribe, rate, review all the buttons do it all it would do my heart a huge huge like it'd be like hugging me subscribe rate and review i would be so excited if you did again dylan katarina thank you so very much i'm so grateful thanks so much peely bye now bye join us for your second cup of coffee every monday through friday at noon Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions, and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.